of the living geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 126 of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We are going to talk about Raw, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, NXT, and uh, if I feel like it, we're going to answer some questions. My name is John, and joining me this week, as she does every week, is the Brian Pillman to my Tom Zink, Marianne. How's it going? Thank you for making me Brian Pillman. You're welcome. I I always loved the Z-Man, Tom Zink, and his generic white trunks and boots. Because they generic? Basically, yeah. Sweet. I enjoy How him. are you? Uh, I am currently doing all right. We'll just go with that. Uh, it's been a stressful day. For you? Same here. What the hell? Uh, yeah. It's been it's been a whole a whole thing. I'm currently sitting in the garage. If anyone can hear this, I apologize. But if you can't hear it, I'd like to thank the good people of Sure Microphone for making a badass microphone, so you can't hear the laundry going on in the background. Fabulous. But uh, how are you? You uh, started a a new job, I believe. Yes, I am working two jobs now. I start full time at my new job next week on Monday. And working in nine to five. Um, I'm working the front desk, answering phones, opening mail, um, checking people's accounts, stuff like that. For nice. My mom's old job, like I had said uh, before. Yeah. But um, I had like I got in this morning and I had like a butt ton of calls at the same time. Oh, geez. And it was just it, it was stressful. And the person that I was uh, uh, the, the meanest people that you get are usually calling the accounting department. Yep. But I have to screen every call that comes in. Oh, geez. And a lot of times they don't want to be screened, but I have to. Otherwise, I can't just send the call forward if it's a question that I can answer, you know? Yeah. But it was, it was just irritating because when they're annoyed with they want to go to accounting, it's because it's money issues. And, of course, people are going to be pissed. And the guy that I'm supposed to send it forward to doesn't answer his phone. And so I'm stuck with people on hold and I don't know what to do. Well, because he doesn't have his phone on. He yeah. deliberately doesn't put it on to ring because he doesn't want to answer the phone. That's great. Yes. And so his mother answers the phone for him. Wait, what? <laughs> his mom works in the cubicle next to him. Oh, okay. And she does, she does the other half of accounting. Yeah. But she has she works like she has so much on her shoulders that they hear her son does the receivables and how much people owe and stuff like that huh. and he's just started answering phones like last week but he's really shy he's like a young guy uh. and so he avoids answering the phone and so literally every time I've had to call him for the past few days that I've worked, he won't answer the phone. And then my boss went in and was like, Chris, you need to answer the phone. And so I called him and he picked up and I transferred the call over. And then his mom took the call and talked on his line for him because he didn't want to do it. That's insane. It was it was just stressful. But um, I got paid. I worked like like two and a half days, I would say. And it was like over two hundred dollars. Wow. Yeah. Well, all right, here we go. Yeah, here I go. But yeah, I had a relatively stressful day too, but you recorded with Courtney? I did record with Courtney last week, and she should be back in the good old U.S. of A. by now. Yes, I have tons of questions to bombard her with. <laughs> she like, had... whether or not, like whether or not she met Chris Brooks, which is the most important question of all. Uh, I can probably confirm that for you right now. Because I do know she tweeted about CCK. Let me see. And I uh, need to know because Chris Brooks is on my list, I might add. He is the best. You've seen him wrestle finally because he debuted in progress, right? No, I still haven't seen him wrestle. <gasps> oh, my God. Shame on you. Um, it appears that, yes, she did indeed see Chris Brooks. Oh, I told her that she needs to meet him. So or she, she needed to meet him. And she th- knows that it was a demand of mine. Here's a so. just a let me throw this in here. You just made the list. There's a late one. Sorry. I apologize. Thanks. I was going through my phone trying to see. But yeah, she oh. sounded like she had a great old time. As soon as oh. I 
watch super strong style 16 uh, i'm gonna have her on and we're gonna discuss even though that's basically what her show is about but but still you need to talk about it i completely forgot the most important thing that happened fanime happened yes let's talk about fanime okay so this past weekend i went to fanime and every year that there's a, there is a wrestling gathering and it's known as the cosplay wrestling like feather federation and they'll put together like a panel thing usually on sundays and it was so popular that they that fanime asked them to bump it to uh, make it longer. That's insane. Yeah, and made and give them the biggest uh, give them the biggest conference room in the entire Fairmont. Wow, that's yeah. that's pretty crazy. It was awesome. It's basically it's basically set up like they have pre screened auditions of different characters and they'll it's basically a promo contest and they have to out promo each other and so there's different characters like there's um, a Princess Leia. And it's basically people who could spit hot fire on the mic. <laughs> and there was a um, Dio. You did see my shirt. Dio I did. from, um, I believe it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm not sure. He was fucking amazing. He had a shirt that said NDO on it. He was great. There was a, there was the cast of Final Fantasy, I believe the newest one. Okay. They were great. Uh, Super Mario ended up winning which was so obvious from the beginning because he came out and he had like an Okada gimmick where he was just tossing coins at people when he was walking out. Oh, my God. But the Final Fantasy team, the guy's giant sword was made of um, empty ramen containers <laughs> and they threw packs of cup noodle at the audience, like to the audience. And then when he got up there, they had sprinkled, they sprinkled like dried ramen like oh on him. <laughs> like, it was amazing. It was so great. But um, I went... Uh, dressed as Mojo Rally for Friday. Yes. Um, which I nailed it. Heads up, Mojo Rally fucking loved it. Nice. Yeah, I was DMing him all weekend, and he was so excited and wanted to see literally everything I did. <laughs> um, Mojo Rally, number two on my list. Oh, God, um, it closed. You just made the list! There we go. Yeah, Mojo, you you on my list. He's, he's so cool. But um, I went as... I worked... Uh, Saturday evening, but I went as Seth for the first half of the day. Nice. Um, like uh, Shield Seth. Right. Um, and then on Sunday, I had put together Sami Zayn, but I was too scared to put the applique iron-on part onto my leggings. Oh. But I did meet somebody on Friday who does wrestling tights. Oh, wow. For people. He did He did the, um, the currently known as the Singh Brothers. He did their Cruiserweight Classic outfits. Oh, cool. Yeah, and so he lives in uh, Vancouver, but he's moving over to, cha- uh, to train um, with Lance Storm, I believe. Oh, awesome. Yeah, and so he does tights, and so I obviously, Chuck Taylor was like, uh, have him sew tights for me, and I was like, okay, cool, I'll let him know. <laughs> but um, he was with a girl also from Vancouver, and she was dressed as Asuka, and she had the hair down and everything, and it was great. Cool. But he was telling me how to do it and the best way to do it and stuff like that, and I met a ton of people that were like, oh, yeah, here's the best way to do spandex and stuff like that, but then... um and so I didn't quite get it together. I went for like an hour or two dressed as Sami Zayn on Sunday, but yeah. I was like, I... <laughs> Y'all can quote me on this. I miss my Zubas, which I am currently wearing. <laughs> They're the most comfortable fucking thing in the world. I love them. And so I was like, I'm just Mojo for the rest of the weekend. And it was great. Zubas, but, huh? Yeah, Zubas. And people were like, I got off. I think um, podcast friend Jaron, um, one of his friends was like, nobody's going to know who that. He was like being a snot, basically, when He's we went to. being a fucking like, mark. The, the, yeah, he was being, he's like, nobody's going to know who, like... Wait, who said that? Jaren? No, Jaren's friend. Oh. And we, because we were in line for the um, the swap meet, which is basically, like, you swap all of your products and you, like, people... It's like a garage sale for anime nerds. And, um, and I was like, actually... I was all pissy because, first of all, right when I walked up, somebody was like, you ain't hide to me from the line. Nice. Like, I had so many people that recognized me. And then Jaren's friend was like, I bet nobody did this. And I was like, actually, less than 30 seconds after I got off the train on Friday, a girl went, oh, my God, it's Mojo Rowley. I literally had just gotten off the train platform <laughs> and somebody recognized me. That's great. Yeah. So it was it was amazing. And then I went to the 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 promo thing and there was a wrestling show going on at the Ritz. Um, oh, but, uh, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our, and I believe Shotzi Blackheart was wrestling. And our friend uh, Brian, the guy who sews tights, 
he went to that show because he was like, I would rather pay money to watch actual wrestling than watch a bunch of marks yell at each other is what he said. Oh, my. So he's my favorite person ever. <laughs> yeah, basically. You would love him. He's great. You would love him. Um, me and Jaron and him like hung out for like ever. He's he's amazing. Um, but uh, he went to that with Joanna, who's the girl that was just as Oscar. And then Jaron and I went to the um, CWF thing with my friend. Um, my bad. Ru- with my friend Ruby, who I met at uh, Fanime last year, and I also saw her down at PWG. Oh, cool. But, um, she she had gotten in line for the CWF thing around. It didn't start until uh, 8, I believe. She got in line at 6.45, and within 10 minutes, because that's when all of like, the dealer's hall and stuff like that closed at like 7. And right. so people were leaving to get in line for it. Right when she got in line, within 10 minutes, the line was wrapped almost entirely around the building. Holy crap. It was it was standing room only. It was wow. insane. That's how popular it was. Yeah, that's and so awesome. She got in line and she's like, "Yeah, come find me and you can hop the line with me." Nice. And so Jaron and I got in line with her and it was freaking great. Oh, Brian just messaged me on Facebook. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was it was amazing. It was so much fun and we all sat together and it it was it was so much fun. And I was telling I was telling Brian I was like, "Dude, you missed out. Like, it was so much fun." Like, <laughs> Jaren, Jaren was like, this is making my life. Like, there, there was parts of it where I was like, everybody here is a fucking mark. But then this guy in front of me was like, you guys are such, like, to me and Ruby, because we were screaming. And he was like, you guys are such marks, but I love it. And I was like, I'm a mark? Are you freaking kidding me? I'm just cheering. Like, are you hearing all these other people? Like, I was almost insulted. But yeah, <laughs> Fanime was lots of fun, and I was bummed that you did not go. Yeah. Because you would have had a blast, I think. Uh, Busy this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Real busy. Also avoiding people, which I successfully did all weekend, by the way. <laughs> I did too. Nailed it. It was it was great. It was great. Oh, and I saw Don and she misses you lots. Oh, so. Don. Don's oh, great. Don. Don is a yeah. a great person that I wish I saw more of. Yeah. She's great. Um, but yeah, that was Fanime and it was so much fun and I am really glad I got that cosplay together because that's gonna be one I do more often because it was so easy and I just nailed it. <laughs> and great. he he was he was just so excited that somebody was cosplaying as him because I had remember I think I had said on the podcast before I remember seeing a picture of him that he had he had taken a selfie with a Roman Reigns cosplayer that he stumbled across and he was so excited just to see a wrestling cosplayer <laughs> that I was like, Oh bro. I was like, dude, I need to cosplay as Mojo Rally. He would lose his fucking mind, yeah, and he, he did. <laughs> so it was amazing. All right, let's uh, yes. let's get into I Monday Night Raw, which yes. uh, I have one note. I didn't watch it. It looked bad. I can go over it now. All right, I'm, be truthful with me because we had yes. banter back and forth between you wanting me to watch the main event, which I did. Was the rest of the show worth? spending a lot of time on um if you could talk about three things let's do that if you could talk about three let's let's bring it back to old school ttr if you could talk about three things from monday night raw what would they be um probably the whole spiel with Corey Graves, which was really confusing also but you i'm sure you saw all of the stuff going on on twitter now if i if i recall correctly Corey graves uh, is now apparently a shitster, and oh, he sure. gave something to Kurt Angle. He was okay. So what what had happened was Corey. They they go. They you know how they pan back and they show the commentators because they're not like ringside anymore. They're up on the ramp. Yes. And um, they're they're talking, or Booker and Cole are talking, and, and Corey's on his phone. And I already knew because I have to watch it a day later than everyone else. I was like, oh, holy shit, starter Corey. And I was like, get off your phone, you rude douche and then he ignores what cole says to him and then he was like i'm sorry i have to i have to i have to go and he gets up and he walks away on his phone and, okay and i'm thinking in my head "Ugh, i knew Corey couldn't be the only exception to dudes with neck tattoos <laughs> but such a what does crystal call him such a fuck boy but um <laughs> Drama is Corey. Corey is drama, apparently. And so he it come it goes away and it comes back to it shows Kurt Angle reading Corey's phone and he was like like kind of mouthing a little bit like what it what supposedly it said and he was like this could this could ruin my career and it's like hella drama and Corey was like I I had to show it to you right away and he was like people just tend to tell me things they trust me with information and I didn't want you to think that this and that's why I thought it was important to show you and all of these things. Mm-hmm. And you, you 
that's why I was like, I was like, oh damn it, John didn't watch it, so I can't like bounce off what the hell the what the fuck is going on, because I think I almost like I don't even understand. Is that the mystery? Is that it? Is that all we get from that? Well, that's what. Well, there's it goes back to it later. Is Corey comes back and it sucks because he comes back after the Elias Sampson squash match, so I can't <laughs> I can't listen to brilliant Corey talking about Elias Sampson. Right. But then he's talking and um. Uh, let me see where it gets back to. It goes back and I guess Corey Graves is. Oh, yeah. Um, Corey Graves is they're in the middle of doing commentary. It's not even showing them. And all of a sudden they start like it, you can hear it audibly getting awkward, like something's going on. Yeah. At the table. And it cuts over and because Corey, Corey had said they they had just come back from a segment. They were talking about Enzo Amore getting attacked by the revival. Right. And it. Corey was like, yeah, and Big Cass isn't going to be happy about that. Or he says something kind of offhandedly. And then during the next match, Big Cass comes up and he was like, basically, in PG words, what the fuck are you talking about, Corey? Are you trying to say that I had something to do with this? And he's all up in Corey's face and Corey's like, like lost for words a little bit. Yeah. So he, he was just kind of like, no, that's not what I meant and all these things. And it was just really confusing and awkward. And I was like, dude, Corey Graves is the keeper of secrets. And I had texted you. I called him the crypt keeper of secrets. Yes, but like it was it was so bizarre. So I have no idea what's going on with that. But that's one thing that I feel like it needed to be addressed because it was so confusing and weirdly entertaining, despite it being really hard to understand. I think they're trying to establish him more as a heel commentator, kind of in a Bobby Heenan kind of role, which I am 100 percent down with. Well, isn't he supposed to kind of be that heel commentator anyways? He but is he's just so good that people can't legitimately hate him. Yeah, basically, is that's what yeah. it comes down to. So I wonder if we're trying to move the uh, the ship along a little faster there with that. That's interesting. All right, so that was one thing. So basically, I'll just run down, just basically list everything that happened. Like I'm not going to go into it. I'm just going to say this happened, this happened, this happened, and then right. as I'm reading it, I'll try, I'll figure out what the other thing was that okay. would need to be talked about. Because the third thing is the main event. Yeah, for sure. So it opened with the Miz, all hail, and he is get his um. He talks about how the people's like the the people rules were made for rules exist because of people like Dean Ambrose basically, mm -hmm. and he brings out his guest being Shame Zaro. Excellent. And my biggest note is Cesaro is such a freaking babe. Um, my Miz like is doing that thing where he stirs the pot. But I think the great thing about this is nothing he says in this entire thing is wrong. That, like he's stirring that the is, pot, but he's not wrong. That is what Miz does the best is he just tells truths. Yeah. He's just, he tells basically, he, he's basically saying everything he's saying is true. He's just kind of like bringing out the truth to kind of irk people. Yeah, and he's saying but, it in a usually yeah. shitty way. Yeah, and he talks about basically his usual, like, I made the Intercontinental title mean something. Total truth. And he's saying, like, you guys have worked really... He's talking to Shamesar. He's like, you guys have worked really, really hard. You're amazing. Like, you've been working really hard on the roster, like, like in your own singles career. And then you're together, and you brought it together, and you did this. And then all of a sudden, everybody's, like jumped over to the Hardys who just showed up out of nowhere when you guys have been working so hard. And basically like Seamus was like, they turned our back. He was like, they turned their back on my best friend Cesaro. <laughs> That's great. When the, he was like, they turned their back on my best friend Cesaro when the Hardys showed up. And I was like, yeah, everyone else did, but I didn't. I'm still here. Love me, Cesaro. <laughs> but like basically it's so true. It is. It's, it's very so true. true. It was basically yeah. just a, yeah, any, like, anyways, that happened. Dean comes out. Obviously, that was... I have reached a point in my wrestling fandom career where I can call an interruption with roughly, like, 80 to 90% accuracy, <laughs> even when it's not obvious. Excellent. Like, it wasn't even obvious. Right. It's not something to brag about at all, but I'm, I'm kind of... I'm kind no, of bummed that I'm... It's it. not... It's spoiled for me now. But um, every, uh, my favorite thing was just everyone was standing in the ring when he came out, except Cesaro. Cesaro was like, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> and just left? But... Yeah, you know, he was he was just sitting in a chair. Everybody else was like up and like ready to fight and then fucking Cesaro was like, "Nah, I'm good." Like I had it handled like nothing. Okay, nothing phases him. Cesaro is all-knowing. He is perfection. He is grace. He is 
Mr. United States. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but he said he Dean calls. He says you three buttheads. But there's four people in the ring and he doesn't he doesn't say which people he's talking about. Oh, my God. And in my mind, I'm just going, he means Maurice, Seamus, and Miz. Nobody slanders Cesaro. Are you kidding? Um, but anyways, like, Dean Dean is like, okay, you can call me stupid. You, you, you can call me crazy, but you can call me stupid. But the one thing I'm not is I'm not stupid. And the Hardys come out. And then it's a, it's a, a, a three-on-three. Oh, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the winners are the Hardys, and it's via Swanton Bomb Excellent. on the Excellent. Um, and then that after that is when that segment with Corey is, and then it's Elias Sampson squash match, which was not a bad squash match. Like the guy, the guy fucking sold it like a fucking champ. I heard it seemed like it was a pretty quick one too. Yeah, it was really quick, but that jobber sold the shit out of that match. Good for him. He was really convincingly selling it. Like he made Elias look strong. Um, good. And then after that was the triple threat match with Bray Wyatt, Finn Balor, Samoa Joe. It was a pretty good match. Samoa Joe like literally steals the win from Finn Balor. Nice. Then there's an Ooh. interview with Seth. With the new interview guy who Seth is talking to this guy like he like has just come out from under a rock and has no idea who the shield is. <laughs> um, and then there was an interview with the revival and stuff and things. But my favorite thing is I can't remember if it was uh, Scott Dawson or uh, well, he compares Enzo Amore to tilapia. And that he's a bottom oh feeder. God. And that made me laugh really hard because tilapia is the cheapest fish at the market. And that's <laughs> a drag race joke. Um, and then. Alexa does that really horrible promo, which I'm sure you've heard of. Yeah. Um, then it's the new guy again interviewing Roman. And my biggest note for that is Roman has fucking skyrocketed in terms of his mic skills. Like, for real, he's so fucking good. Roman? Yeah. Yes. Like, if there's one thing he has in common with The Rock, it's that he sounds super real when he speaks. Yeah. Like, it doesn't sound scripted at all. Good, because that's the point where he, he needs to be at this point, and it's good that he's there. Yeah, it's great that he's there. But, like, I like I watched this on Hulu. Of course, it skipped through everything, so the stuff that the listener, you guys are listening to right now is going to be the abridged version, but after that's just the main event. And so, basically, I've just oh, wow. said things. Yeah, after that, that's it cut everything out. That's fine. So yeah, so I, I really cut that short. But the main event, like, well, yeah, let's talk about this main event because I clearly didn't watch Raw. I actually forgot Raw was on because we had Monday was Memorial Day, so I completely forgot. You thought that it was Sunday? I don't know what I thought it was because I thought it's Tuesday fine. was Monday, so probably yeah. And then okay. it got to about five thirty, five forty-five, and I saw people tweeting about it. I went, oh. And then I just didn't watch it. I can't remember what I did on Monday, but it wasn't watch Raw. So you had I started seeing gifts of it and it looked pretty cool. And then you texted me and said you have to watch this main event. Yeah, you you do. Like and well, I did. my my favorite thing though is Jaron had posted it on his Facebook. It was an article that straight up was let me find it. It was so funny. I laughed so hard. The article said it was called these identical twins will square off tonight on Raw. Yeah, and you I saw tell that. Them apart. Yeah, fucking brilliant. And I, I remember saying this is exactly why Seth needs to have his blonde streak again because I knew I, I have said this multiple times. Without it, he just looks like a mini Roman Reigns. But did True. Seth get an entrance on your end? I actually don't know. You know, because I didn't on mine, and I was kind of pissed off about it. I only, got, I only when I started it up, I started it like after. I think Roman was getting to the ring. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know. Michael Cole got them mixed up more than once. <laughs> yes. Further proof that he needs his old hair back. <laughs> True. Yeah, he can't tell them apart. Uh, I thought this... But it was a good match. Yes. Huh? Yeah, it was a very good match. I was pretty... I don't know if I'd say I was surprised. I it was It was worked very well. I thought... Seth Rollins did some excellent selling. And he does, though, usually. I thought the tease of his new finisher, whatever it's called, was pretty cool. And I loved the buckle bomb into the exactly. Superman punch. I thought that was great. It was fucking amazing. My thing, I think I had texted this to you, was that one of the reasons, or wait, maybe I tweeted it. One of the reasons I loved it so much is because it had very subtle, like, storytelling in it. Because you could tell, because they, it was just so many counters. 
Yeah. And so many reversals and you can tell it's like, oh, you know what? It's because they know each other so fucking well. They know how the other person works and it's obvious in this match. And it just it was a very good story that was told. Yes. And that's why I liked it so much. 100 percent agree. Yeah, it was I I thought it was one of it's honestly like you gave it. What did you give it? A three point seven five. I got it a three, three and three quarters. Yeah. Yeah, I freaking loved that match. Yeah. Like, there's times where I'll be watching something and then I kind of phase out and I can find myself paying attention. But I was, like, legit watching that match. Yeah, I've gotten a little more harsh in my star ratings in my second year. But it was still a good match. I really liked it. Yeah, I loved it. So there you have it. So you guys should go check it out if you haven't, if you forgot about what day it was on Monday like I did. But on Tuesday, I didn't forget that confirmed a show was on yes oh i thought i lost you i was like "Uh uh-oh no i'm here she's gone i'm always here i never leave well that's reassuring um (laughs) so we start off smackdown with some old school promos awkward as fuck ones but okay so it was awkward as fuck but let's just it was old school promos with with the ladies, which was awesome. I thought that was great. That's a great way to be until like... Until it got to Natalia. Well, uh, well, until it got to Tamina, so... Oh, I just... Right when I saw Natalia, I went, no thanks. So, it was cool, you know. There, It was basically like, almost like old Royal Rumble vignettes where it's just them talking and they're like, I'm going to win the Royal Rumble because I'm great. It was just stuff like that, but it was, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. And then we opened the show with uh, Kevin Owens' highlight reel, and his guest is uh, the artist. Ugh. Why are they calling him that I now? hate it. I don't like it. The artist, Shinsuke Nakamura. And uh, needless fireworks are needless. I don't um, know why... That's their thing, though. Remember, SmackDown Live is all about like way too much pyrotechnics. It's just so dumb, though. Like it, just for Shinsuke, I think it's just if you're, so well, stupid. Yeah, and if you're gonna make, if you if you have to have pyrotechnics and you want them to be big, just have them be really big but short. Don't have yeah. them be big and then last for like an awkward amount of time, which is what they've been doing lately. And it's not even a firework; it was just like a boom. It's like the boom effect. There's no oh, like firework. My God. Like his entrance can't be even more annoying, anyways. <laughs> It's so annoying, and I'm blaming the annoyingness on just the audience. So Shinsuke comes out, and then he says that he would really enjoy a big breakfast. So big banter comes out, and he says he wants actual highlights, which I'm not sure what what he meant by that, but sure, why not? And he comes. You're losing your hair. You don't need highlights. And he comes in the ring. See what I did there? I see what you did there. And Shinsuke says, "You're stupid." Big banter and Kevin Owens, you are also. Did stupid. he actually say that? No, I'm. Par- he should have. That would have been hilarious. I'm paraphrasing. Big banter is stupid. And now we get a double team on Shinsuke, which is so weird to see. Like, because you, you never really see this stuff in in ring interviews in New Japan, and then a dude gets double teamed. I mean, you never you, see that. Yeah, you kind you kind of see it nowadays, but like it's like three four years ago. I'm like, uh, what? Uh, and a wild Sami Zayn is here. He, Naturally, of course, because he's wild and he's everywhere. And I swooned. Is he on? Is he on your list? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. You just made the list. Um, oh, um, actually, you it's know, been, it's been slowly moving around. Oh wow, it's just yeah. shape shifting. There we go. Yeah, lots of lots have happened. Like lots of things have happened since Mojo Rally took over number two. My God. So, so we have. Yeah. A tag team match player between Baron Corbin and Kevin Owens taking on Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn. I just love how Sami was like, well, I'm not really doing anything right now. Yeah. So, and Shinsuke doesn't look like you're predisposed with anything. Um, But I never noticed Sami, Sami comes out and I never noticed how many fucking pairs of tights he has until I started, until I had to research my cosplay on him. Oh, I think he also just got an upgrade. Let me let well, me. He also gets you. a billion tights. He's like the Kalisto. <laughs> but it, but Sami Zayn, we know where that money comes from from being popular and selling shirts. Yes, we we're not sure where the Kalisto money comes from. My brother doesn't like Sami Zayn, and I got really upset when he told me that. Um, my brother, whose name is also Sam. Well, um, I mean, yeah, we all can't be have fine taste. Okay. Well, but well, my brother's also a ginger. 
but he is oh, not Sammy is he Jane, just and therefore threatened? he is not a sweet ginger angel. Is he just threatened by another ginger? I don't know. He just said he was like, he's boring. Oh, fine. All right. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. I was like, you do realize that he's supposed to be like just happy go lucky right that's like his thing and he never but you know gives my, up. my brother He's my underdog. brother just wants everything to be chakara um, i mean that's but yeah fair. it was a two on two so a tag team match yeah um i loved the the action while commercials is happening uh we we didn't record about regular television last week but they brought that back and i was pretty excited about that they didn't do that on my end obviously because i had to watch it but my favorite thing is i love how sammy is consistently getting his ass kicked outside of the ring but always finds a way back he's like the little ginger who could like he just nothing (laughs) he's just completely invincible it'll be like he got his ass kicked but he's He's back back and like nothing happened i found myself oddly annoyed though and this will change later, obviously, towards the end of when we talk about the end of the match. But I found myself really oddly annoyed at how well Banter and Owens worked as a team. They did work very well together until the team and it fell apart. me off. <laughs> until the team until, fell apart, yes. Yeah, until their alpha personalities decided. Uh, I thought the match was... I thought not it was, surprising at all. No, not surprising anyone. I thought the match was... It was a fine... It was fine. Yeah, it was. Um, I just really miss Corey shouting Kinshasa. I do too. But um, a lot. Speaking of Kinshasa, Nakamura gets the pin over Owens again. So are we setting up a Nakamura? Well, okay. We didn't get to talk about this last week. Um, if anyone cares about my opinion, I don't think Kevin Owens should be in the Money in the Bank ladder match because he is a champion. And I don't like that. Makes sense. I feel like that belt should be defended. Also, it just sets up for all the people's like fat and winded jokes, which I'm not looking forward to. I also I'm already over the Cartman jokes. Oh um, my god, I haven't even. I feel like heard those yet. Well, and I'm already over them, and I haven't even heard. Them. Corbin got in on it this week. I can't remember Fuck who said it last week. Guy. Somebody else started it last week. I can't remember who it was, but it's just like, why are we doing this? Like fat shaming needs to not be a thing. People need to take it in stride as beautifully and gracefully as Nia Jax does. True. Nia Jax fucking kills it. She's awesome. I love her on Instagram. Like, she's amazing. She's awesome. I adore her. She is just like like the she is perfect um role model material. Oh, um I mean this is kind of I just it's not it's not really in cuz Nia Jax is best friends with Alexa Bliss. You just made the list. And the man that just said you just made the list had Alexa Bliss on his podcast. Uh-huh. Uh you need to listen to it. It's very good. Okay. Please. Fine. As a personal favor to me. Okay. But yes, let's not You need to watch an episode of Officer and Gentleman as a personal favor to me. All right, fine. I'll do it. Dalton Castle. All right. Is it I'm on about to pick uh one is that one? Is it on thing? High spots, yeah. Yeah. All right. It's I, either Dalton Castle or uh Mark Andrews. I'll watch one of them because all of my shows are on hiatus now, so I have more time. Okay, yeah. So do do the Dalton Castle one, obviously, because you you're yeah. Yes. That one's very funny. Just do it. Uh, uh we then had the new nasty Ushos. Ushos. Side note really fast. Let's go. Going back to <laughs> Fanime, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as a character that would come out and everybody i shit you not it was the funniest thing i kept trying to get it videotaped he would come out and people would get really excited and then they would start going Hoo! and doing cesaro arms <laughs> really yes and they would go Ooh! and then do cesaro arms <laughs> strange and you'll watch the dalton castle episode of officer and a gentleman and it will be one billion times funnier to you <laughs> to know that i saw that this weekend oh It'll my be god so much funnier but yeah going back to new nasty usos they are on day one their day one is h they are on that <laughs> uh, and they come and also i mean we didn't get to talk about smackdown last week i almost recorded by myself yeah i know and uh, i told you you should do it and just call it the loneliest episode <laughs> and then i got lazy i think i actually did something on thursday night i can't remember what it was anyway uh the new day they is back very Speaking excited of the new day and the new nasty usos I, as soon as that as they came out, I knew that there was virtually no way that this segment would be bad because they're all such good friends that the energy is like palpable. Yes. And I heal was such a perfect decision for the Usos because they needed a change where they could visibly have more fun with what they do. Yes. And that kind of thing 
is contagious like you see in the new day yeah but i feel like one of the usos though just as a side note was wearing a kanye brand shirt (laughs) maybe like it was a plain black t-shirt with like the weird strategic holes in it that's (laughs) Mm -hmm. that is worth ten dollars but costs a thousand yeah i couldn't tell which one it was i can't either bummer on my part i'm sorry it's okay but yeah so we're gonna get the usos taking on the new day at money in the bank money in the bank is shaping up to be pretty sweet more on that later later we then get a film noir fashion files all of my notes Uh, That's after i swiped left on tinder mahal and fast forwarded oh oh the randy orton thing well, it show it does a, a call. It does like a callback to uh, Jinder Mahal's like celebration thing, and I was like, mm, no thanks. And then my favorite joke is swiping left on Tinder Mahal, <laughs> um, which is the greatest joke ever. Thank you, Holland. Well, somewhere um, somewhere around here, there was a Randy Orton promo that was interrupted by Jinder Mahal, and I just didn't care, so I fast forwarded. Yeah, I don't know where that. Oh, that's. It's fine. Not Go. until the almost the end. Who cares? It was but stupid. But yeah, we'll just skip that part when we get to it. Anyways, Fashion Files, it was so good, I couldn't even write anything about it. Breeze, dirtbag. I like Fandango can... licking the cologne on his wrist, spraying it, going <laughs> like he's going to smell it, and then licking it instead, and then li- listing literally all the ingredients in it. I like think... he's some kind of forensic machine. I really hope they just keep this going for a while um last week's was great when they they thought they were off the case and they went into shane mcmahon's office and they were like careful it's loaded that was amazing i i just love them i think they they are uh, they're really good and that there you go there's another another two guys that they have like kind of a gimmick switch and they're having a good time with it and it's working yeah i loved how they clearly had lana's silhouette Oh and no! Tyler you, Breeze came out and it was fucking brilliant. You, that was actually Summer Rae. It was Summer Rae, really? Yeah. Wow, it looked like Lana. No, it was Summer Rae. Oh, Summer Rae. I like some. I miss her. She needs um, to come back. That is a freaking duo that I want to cosplay so fucking bad. Breeze Breezango. Yes. That would be fun. I that would be one that you would have so much fucking fun with taking pictures. Oh my god, it would be amazing. So, it would be fucking amazing. I want to do it so bad. Uh, what else? They can hear each other's voiceovers. I just, I love these. These are so fun. I'm wondering who's writing them. I feel like they're writing them. They could be, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know who would be fucking, there. Uh... Oh my god! Just Fandango. I can't believe I never noticed how fucking funny it is that he whisper talks and how creepy it is and how absolutely <laughs> fucking perfect as a character he is yeah it's amazing like i oh it's so good after that we had a two four five-way match to determine the number one contender for the women's championship on smackdown and the match Guess never what? happened or it didn't yeah. or i don't know it and... never happened i i didn't even bother timing how long it took for it to actually start because it didn't actually start. <laughs> but Natty actually gets put through the announcer's table. Good yes. for her. Um, Here comes the dad Shane. Here the comes dad the Shane. dad Shane. But before that, it occurred to me as she was getting thrown through the announcer's table, I was thinking in my head, I was like, there has to be a joke somewhere where she gets thrown through and then all of a sudden her character completely gets better. But uh, or her outfits. And then I realized, oh, my God, whoever has been dressing Natalia clearly has also been dressing male figure skaters. <laughs> she dresses just like Johnny Weir. Oh, my God. She Do does you know dress who that like, is? No, but I know she it, she does dress like a, a male figure male skater. figure skater. Johnny Weir's outfits. I swear to God. I will text them to you. Like the, the uh, just the glitter. She looks like Evan Lysacek and like Johnny Weir and like oh my god. It's I, I never noticed it until just now because I was like, why is she all glittery, like smooth glitter and everyone else is like other oh my god, she's like a figure skater. It's like strategic <laughs> glitter splashes on her. But yeah, dad Shane to the fucking rescue. And he announces that for the first time at Money in the Bank, we are going to have a women's money in the bank ladder match between these five women. And let's a fucking go SmackDown That's once again. That's such a great idea. SmackDown once again bringing the fire. But I am worried that Tamina is going to seriously injure someone in this match. Yes. Also, Lana wants to be a part of it. And I'm like, mm, girl, no. Oh, God. Well, I mean, she has to wrestle first, I guess. Yeah, she was like, I want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of Two, history. Four, five, and I'm like, six. girl, like, can you even climb a ladder convincingly <laughs> yet? So 
After that, we had Brizongo taking on the Colognes and Fandango wrestling in a trench coat. Dude, he came out looking like Harrison Ford. It was great. It was so good. Wrestling in a a trench coat. What the fuck? Carl the janitor is back somehow. Yes. This is so good. I love Brizongo. They're my favorite thing. I love them. Like, they never disappoint. Like, them and the new Nasty Usos just never disappoint. But I love, like, going... Like going back, I'm gonna go ahead and tell everyone. When I went to go catch up and watch things, I watched the wrong week of 205 Live because Hulu told me it was the new one, but it was the one from last week, and Man, I didn't you, know. You... But going back to him wrestling in a trench coat, fucking um, Brian Kendrick wrestled in a pleather jacket. <laughs> he is uh, a hero to us all. Yes. Um, also, he was wearing tights that. I have a maxi dress that, that is almost that exact same fabric, color scheme and pattern. Wow, really? Just thought, yeah, as as his tights. Huh. I have a dress that like looks almost exactly like that. Wow. Yeah, super weird. But yeah, Brizongo won that match. Thank fucking God. Yes. It was great. Uh, uh, they are great. Main event was Dolph Ziggler versus AJ Styles. And since AJ Styles is in his hometown, he gets the L. Yeah, and uh, he gets the L. Yep. Yep. I I'm kind of, um, of I'm about to um in in state, is it in state or what what is it? Put into yeah. action the uh the Sheamus rule for Dolph Ziggler. I and don't, we don't watch Sheamus matches? Yes. That's what I've already thought that I already thought that that's what the, the Were rule we? Was. I, I can't remember. I I uh I didn't watch it either. But do we have to watch uh, if... If he's in, like, group matches, we have to watch them, yeah. which fucking sucks. And, I mean, he's usually going We're up against... like that's the worst thing that could possibly happen to us. I know. Is having to watch a Dolph Ziggler match. But he's usually in matches with good people. Like, he was wrestling AJ Styles. I was like, ooh, I kind of want to watch this, but I don't... It's Dolph Ziggler. I just don't care right now. It's just, it's a bummer, man. It, it is it's a such bummer. a bummer. So but, that, that was SmackDown. Yeah, I thought that that rule was already a thing. I don't know. You do what you want. I'm not well, in charge. I'm of ahead of. I am ahead of the game. <laughs> you were. You were ahead of the game. Yes. So, if any anything I can do to not have to watch something. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Two o five live. Um, Marianne watched the first segment, as she previously stated. Yes. I can run this through real quick. So here we go. Would you like me to answer the the question? Well, that you let have me let me get one? there first. So we get yes no, yes yes do it. We get Noam Dar and Alicia Fox. Noam Fox. Dar. Noam Dar. You just made the list. God, he is such a babe. And, I could uh, listen to him talk forever. He's he calls Alicia Fox a fluffy button. Well, yeah, that oh, that's what I texted you. And I, I was like, I watched it and got to that part, and I went, well. <laughs> I just wrote, God damn it. Um, <laughs> We then had Rich Swan followed by Sasha Banks coming out. And my next note is, in all caps, ask Marianne what a track is. Okay. So Sasha comes out and uh, who is? No, it was Alicia. Yeah, Alicia said that she looked like she had a, a cheap um, weave from yes. Atlanta. Uh, I can't remember her exact words. Um, it was like, I don't know. But then Sasha said at least, at least like, okay, a cheap weave. At least I can't, at least I can see your tracks, girl. And I was like, oh, snap. Like, right when you had tweeted to me that you wanted to know what tracks were, I'm assuming that that's what you meant. Yeah. Um, tracks are, um, uh, it's a weave. You know you know what a weave is, right? Yes. Okay, so it's like weave woven into your, your hairline hair extensions. So, like, it's like a string of extra hair and they weave it in. Right. A track. A track is right where they've woven it in. Oh, okay. Because they do it in lines like tracks. Right. And so, yeah. So when I when I say I've said it before, I'm like, there was a time where Mickey James had her hair styled in a way where I could see her tracks, and I remember saying it to <laughs> you. And I was like, why? Who styled her hair, and why can I see her weave right now? Well, it's you can you can see the line where it's clearly they've glued something or woven something into their hair. Well, there you go. There you go, folks. And that hair talk with Marianne. That led to. I do not have a weave, by the way. All right. Well, good for you. I have extensions, but not a weave. <laughs> that led to a pretty good Noam Dar Rich Swan match. Um, ended with a whatever Noam Dar's um kick is. It's like a running kick. Uh, it was pretty gnarly. Uh, match was fun. I don't understand why Alicia Fox and Sasha Banks have to fight like um attitude era women when we both have seen them wrestle and they're both good yeah so that was a little annoying but whatever i'm 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 hoping that the match will the match itself will 
have us kind of forget the circumstances of them fighting. Yes, I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, because they're uh, both really good. Let's see. Then we had uh, Cedric Alexander taking on Corey Hollis in a somewhat squash match. And then we had... Did um, he have a squash match the week before? Yeah, they're trying to build him back up. Oh. Well, it's, we didn't forget about you, Cedric. I mean, we didn't, but other people may have. You never know. Oh, my God. Okay. <sighs> then we had Mustafa Ali... Oh, you just man. made the list. Taking on the legal eagle, the, the new, regal beagle, the newly married, newly shaved Drew Gulak, dude, dude, and Ali just fucks his shit up. And okay, this match was. I think this match was. Man, this match was very good. Well, it's Bulak. My note that I have is going because we didn't record last week. I need to fucking talk about that video package of Bulak. It was so reminiscent of Gentleman's Club videos that I can't even begin to explain. Like, oh, my God. The one where he was like it was a political campaign video. It was fucking brilliant. Um, But yeah, the Regal Beagle, the Game Changer, the Trailblazer, first time, long time, all of those ones. I got them out of order, but men of many nicknames. His wedding pictures on that were being posted on fucking Snapchat were fucking hilarious. (laughs) They were amazing. Chuck Taylor was posting them and they were so fucking funny with like Bryce and all those people. It was great. It was just ugh, Bulak. I'm so happy for the Bulak man. Uh, Match was very good. Mustafa Ali gets his leg worked over, uh, thus uh, the no-fly zone is somewhat in effect, and the match ends... It's like you broke his wing. Basically, the match ends with a... You clipped his wings! A roll-up where Gulak hooks the injured leg for the win, and it was. I was like, man, this is great. This is a fun match. I really liked it. And then... Why, why do I feel like people are slowly, like like... They're like, oh, Drew Gulak, he's being going that I'm angry and lost it working in a desk job and then going back and you're like, oh, yeah, Drew Gulak can totally wrestle. Like, why is it that people aren't consistently remembering that Drew Gulak is a very good wrestler? Because he hasn't wrestled on TV for a little while. Yeah, instead he's been they've been letting fucking Tony Nese with his stupid abs that nobody cares about wrestle. <laughs> Fuck you, Tony Nese. Wow. Shoot week. Don't you're not going to argue with me, though, no, are you? I'm not. Uh, then yeah. we had a two million minute segment. Who cares? And I—that's the end of two hundred five live. What was it on? I don't know. They were talking about Austin Aries and Neville, and then they beat Neville up. I don't. I don't. Or no, Austin Aries. Okay. Who, who cares? It's who, Austin Aries. Last week had claimed to have a hold catalog, like a whole catalog of just submission holds. Did you watch two hundred five live last week? I not remembering it. No. Okay, so it had like a an interview, like a, a satellite interview that Corey was doing from the the commentators table with Ares and Neville. Right. Neville looking like an evil teacher or an evil wizard in the Harry Potter universe. But Ares is getting all pissed. He's like, you poked me in the eye. And I'm like, dude, you fucking hypocrite. That's all you do. That's all you brag about. But he was claiming to have a whole catalog of submission holds that he was going to use. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, if one of them isn't the Chikara special, then I'm not fucking impressed with what you have to say, Austin Aries. <laughs> but yeah, Fair. Austin Aries. And he opened the whole they, he opened the whole thing at like pan to him for like the interview part. And he was just finishing eating a banana. Excellent. Dude, Perfect. Ramping up that potassium. Um, NXT. I'm going to go through this. Please do. Quickly. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa is out on crutches. He cuts a very awesome promo talking about how he got hurt before NXT TakeOver and the fans were already fantasy booking him out of the main event. And he t- and he says they're the reason that, you know, he turned on Gargano and he, that he... That's not a good reason. It was... Eh. And uh, he also says that he's out for an extended number of months because he got injured in the match. And he said, but when I come back, I'll be, um, I will paraphrase. I will say it. He said he will be the most dangerous motherfucker in NXT. And is he the in- said, is the injury real? The injury is indeed real. Yes. Is that why you think because he got injured during takeover and he was going to be out and they would want they wanted to do something with Johnny Gargano? That's why they broke them up because he was injured. I don't know. I feel like this has been a long time coming anyway. Yeah. I f- do, you, do you think that it was rushed, though, because he got injured and they were like, well, no, we're do it eventually. I think I think if anything, uh, things went according to plan, except for the injury, because okay. they, they have been teasing the breakup for a while. Okay. 
So he ends the promo by saying, I am professional wrestling, whether you like it or not. I am professional wrestling? That's what he said, yes. That's a fucking Tim Donst phrase. How dare you? All right. I'm sure every a bunch That's of a, people That's a Tim Donst hashtag. Anyway. Tim Donst pretty, on my list still. Pretty great promo to open the show. You just made the list! We then had Danny Birch taking on the new WWE United Kingdom champion, Pete Dunne. Oh, no, I wish I watched it, Pete. Pretty good match. It ends Pete. with it ends with Pete Dunne cutting a promo saying that he was sick and tired of watching a little boy hold a title that he should have been holding this Fuck entire off, time. Pete. You're only like 22. <laughs> and he said this is the age of the bruiserweight or something to that effect. With his really disgusting um Birmingham accent? Yes. Uh he's from Birmingham, right? Sure. I, I believe know. he's from Birmingham. Um I think. Um but yeah, he I just had the stupidest smile on my face just now when you were like versus Pete Dunn and I was like, "Well, you know Pete, did you see pictures of his new dog?" I did. Very adorable. Oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. So cute. Yeah, he's from Birmingham. Sorry, I had to double check. We then they had, had the weirdest accents. They do. We then had a backstage promo with the Velveteen Dream, <laughs> uh, which actually never started because he said the ambience of this entire room is wrong. He said this is wrong and pointed to the interviewer's hair and then said, when we fix that, maybe. And then he walked away. It's like I wrote that. It was great. I absolutely loved it. Um, this is wrong. That's something I would do and then point to somebody's hair. <laughs> we then had Andrade Cien almost taking on um, Cesar. I don't even know how to say his last name, but um, he won. Cesar, Cesar won. What? Yes, and it is was he an NXT talent. Yes, he is. Um, oh, okay. He won with a roll up. Um, Andrade throws a fit and of then becomes very tranquilo and leaves the ring. Okay, going back to Fanime, some guy that was he the guy who usually cosplays Shinsuke came up to me when I was dressed as Mojo and he was like, "Oh, sweet!" and he was talking to me and then he turned to Jaren and it was like, "Hey, man, have you ever considered cosplaying Cien Almas?" And oh me and my Brian God. and Jaren fucking lost our minds, fucking lost it. We had not, Jaren was trying to figure out what to cosplay as the whole fucking weekend, and it's the most obvious thing ever. That would have been amazing. Is it uh, Cesar Bononi? Yes, Bononi. I didn't know yeah. how to say it. I thought I okay. wrote it down wrong. Okay, no, you didn't. Bononi. Bononi. But yeah, that's what he needs to do. I was like, dude, just get white pants and suspenders and just lounge on everything. <laughs> <laughs> it would be so great. Uh, we then got a little backstage segment thing showing us that Hideo and... Cassius Ono are friends for now. They squashed whatever beef they had. After NXT TakeOver, they had a little scuffle. I still don't care about uh, Hideo. But um, I want to cosplay Cassius Ono. All right, do it. I messaged him about it, actually. And I was like, what outfit should I do? He was like, well... And then he was just giving me pictures of a bunch of them. He's like, this one girl did the one of me where I wore, like, pleather... And he was like, this one girl in England did it, and it was great. Oh, the and I was old like, school? Old school? Yes, oh old my school. God. I was like, I think I should just do the Warriors jersey one. Oh, that'd be cool. Warriors won, by the way. Yes, they did. Shocker, not at all. Um, Undefeated in the playoffs. But yeah, I think that one would be a fun one. Main event was Sanity taking on Cassius Ono and Roderick Strong. Um, Why did you roll your R? I have no idea. It's late. It's late. Um, it's 10.55. Cassius got or gave Roderick the hot tag. Um, Roderick Strong's hot tag offense, I was uh, I was feeling it. It was pretty cool. You have positive things to say about shitty little boots? I did. Um, and they pick up the victory again over Sanity. And there was a We Want Roddy, No We Don't chant, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Excellent. I know, I put perfect. And this was at Full Sail? Yeah. Full Sail, doing things right. And that is the end of regulation, I guess. Let's go into... Well, I guess uh... they're not... The, the whole audience is not stupid. No, I guess not. Clearly, they've seen a PWG match where everyone's chanting, fuck you, Roddy. <laughs> um, so let's go to the questions here. Um, Calvin asks, uh, rate that level of epic in regards to the Smarks cosplays from Fanime. I feel like we did that already a little bit. You want to mention anybody else? Uh, um, I 
I'm looking down at all of the, the questions. The ones that Phantom made, there was two really good Baileys. Um, there was the same guy who did uh, Demon Finn Balor right. last year, doing it again this year. And I was like, thank God it's not 90 degrees outside like it was last time because <laughs> he, had li- he was literally completely covered. And there was a guy who was Xavier Woods. He didn't have the rest of them, but he was really good. There's a picture of me and him on my Instagram. Nice. Um, the Bailey, the Baileys were really good. Uh, one girl looked almost exactly like her, and her outfit was like fucking on point. She had like the wrestling outfit. She wasn't wearing like a Bailey T-shirt. Oh, that's cool. She had like the whole thing. She was great. She also had a dog with her for some reason. Strange. Um, there was obviously the same guy who does Shinsuke. Um, uh, Jaren apparently cut a Scott Steiner math promo, uh, perfectly. And there, yeah, it was, it was just a lot of fun. I just think I just, the, there was two Baileys and they were both really great. And there was, yeah, that Finn Balor, there was a girl that was dressed as Finn Balor too. There was also, um, a guy dressed as Seth Rollins, but he looked more like the villain from Kim Possible. <laughs> the one with the green and black. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Funny. He looked just like the villain from Kim Possible. Um, let's see. Um, any anything else? Sorry, I feel like I interrupted uh, nope, you. No, nope, no, that's it. I mean, I probably was the most epic one. Wendell did play my theme, and it was great. Nice. And then he, oh yeah, Wendell, fucking, fucking Wendell. I went up when I was dressed as Mojo Rally, and he played Mojo Rally's theme, and he's like, "Wait, don't leave. I have a surprise for you." And then right afterwards, he pressed play, and he's staring at me the whole time. He starts fucking playing Chuck Taylor's theme, <laughs> blasting fucking Chuck Taylor's theme in the convention center. And I was like, "Oh, I was like, what are you doing? This is so weird." And he's like, "Wait, wait, wait. No, I have a better one." And then he fucking put on Tim Daunt's theme, and I collapsed. <laughs> well, I he... was like on the ground. He played <laughs> Naito for me last year, which was awesome. Yeah, he just he has all the themes. He just knows exactly what we need to hear. And I was just like, oh my god, you're playing Tim Dons right now. I'm so fucking excited. Um, Calvin also asks about Scott Steiner returning on Impact. Is it a good move or a bad move? I think it's just a move. Why would they do that? I don't know, dude. They just need talent, I guess. They I'm need not... talent or they need drama. Scott Steiner is just like... yeah. So I'm, so much controversy waiting to happen. Yeah, I haven't watched Impact, so I can't really comment too much on it. Calvin asks um, another question that I want to put a pin in and get to next week. Oh, yeah, because that's a complicated one. It's I talked about it with Jaren this past weekend. The women's we couldn't even think of one. 30 people. I have a list people. somewhere that of people that I would like in the tournament. Um, I will. We will get to that next week. Um, Jay Tyler if Brown. If Nixon Newell isn't in it, I'm going to be fucking pissed. That's all I'm saying. Like on my list or in the th- actual thing? Oh, no, in the actual thing. She has to be because she got signed. She has to be. Nixon Newell is amazing. That's yes. like my number one person that has to be there. Um, Jay Tyler Brown asks, uh, what's the best WWE theme of all time? I would probably say Thorn in Your Eye or Beautiful People. Show theme. Yeah, the show theme. Thorn in Your Eye is, was one of the uh, Raw, I think it was the Raw's War theme. That one's pretty I good. I like the current SmackDown theme. They have two, and they're both pretty good. Um, I liked Roar of the Crowd. I thought Roar of the Crowd was good for NXT. Then they changed it like twice already. Um, He also asks, does John Cena get the belt back when he comes back on July 4th? Can Cena hinder the gender? Are we waiting for the ginger to hinder the gender? Um, the ginger being Sami Zayn. Uh, Sami Zayn be is probably not going to win the world he's championship. He's not in title content. He's not. Well, it depends on whatever the result of and all al- that spiel is. He also asks my favorite question. Where does Rusev fit in now that SmackDown seems to not have an angle for him? That is a great question Um, because I believe Rusev... They aired a promo where Rusev demanded that he would only come back and wrestle if he got a title shot at Money in the Bank. Did he specify which title? Oh, he only has one to choose from now, huh? Yes, he only has one to choose from. So, Well, no, he has two. Well, the only one that's being defended is... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. So do they shove him in there? I don't know. So we'll see. Does John Cena win the belt on 4th of July? I hope he doesn't. I think that would be amazing if he lost to Jinder Mahal. That would be hilarious. I think that would be amazing, and they should do that. I uh, still love John Cena, though. <laughs> no, I do, too. John Cena for president, not going to lie. Um, he also mentions the This Is Your Life promo from Monday Night Raw, which I didn't watch. Don't do it. And I wouldn't because I love Alexa Bliss, and I heard it she fucking... seemed very uncomfortable doing it. It was fucking absolutely 
painful. And I hate when they do shit like that. Painfully bad. It was so fucking bad. It was um, so bad. I can't even emphasize. Wendell asks, should Will Ospreay repeat as winner of Best of the Super Juniors? Um, no, I don't think he should. Who should win? I don't know. Jaren also asks, do I have to watch the best of the Super Junior Finals? Uh, Jaren, you can do whatever you want, buddy. Jaren doesn't even listen to us. Well, he can go fuck himself then. Yeah, fuck you, Jaren. I already told you you're on John's fucking list. I can't remember why I'm on John's list twice. I moved the list and it's not in view right now, so I can't tell you why. Yeah, I told him and he was like, well, I don't. And I'm like, yeah, well, fuck you, Jaren. And you ask, you have the nerve to ask a fucking question. How dare you? I'm pretty sure half these people don't listen to us, but whatever. John. I don't know. I don't care. I have no self-confidence. Um, Let's see here. Power of positivity. You got to you oh, gotta are we... use that and also uh, stay hype. Oh, you know what? These motherfuckers. I was looking at the wiki earlier today, and I didn't see that it was updated. Um, so the reason Wendell asked that question is because the finals is Will Ospreay versus Kushida. <sighs> Do I think he should repeat? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, <sighs> no, I don't think Will Ospreay should repeat because we're going back to Kushida versus Takahashi. Um Man, that's weird. I'd also like to mention that I watched some of the best of the Super Juniors, and there's some good shit in there. Um, the Jushin Thunder Liger uh, Hiramu Takahashi match is amazing. That was very good. Um, and what else? The Ricochet Will Ospreay match was pretty good too. And Dragon. How many Lee, times have they wrestled? It was amazing. A million, and it has always been amazing. Uh, the Dragon Lee Takahashi match is also very good. So I feel like Ricochet Will Osprey is always going to be good in the same way that Mark Andrews Pete Dunn is always going to be good. Yeah, I can see that. Um, so I don't think he should win. I think Kushida because that's where we're going to. And what else? Oh, Holland asks a very interesting question. Uh, it's about one of the new signees. Um. Hojo is her last name, and that's probably not how you pronounce it. If that's how it's spelled, I'm sure that's how it's pronounced, because it's two syllables. Kairi Hoju. Hojo. Hoju. Hoju. Is, it, is she Japanese? Yes. The, yeah, you said it right. Okay. So, she has to abandon her signature elbow drop. I'm sure you've seen it, Marianne. It's like the most ridiculous elbow drop you've ever seen. Yeah, because Bailey does it, apparently. Which is fucking ridiculous she doesn't even do it as a finisher she does it like as a setup right yeah it, <gasps> it's so dumb um and Bailey tends to camp the fuck she camps up everything <sighs> so do i think it will hurt her appeal in any way i don't think so mainly because she gets to build her own appeal naturally and i think that's good because like oscar i mean we I don't know what Asuka's finisher was before she got here, but, I mean, like, maybe they did the same thing with her. I think she'll be all right, is what I'm trying to say. Hopefully. Um, We've been lucky so far with the Japanese people coming over. Which is great, because we usually yeah. usually have no, they have no luck in WWE, because they just shit all over them for no reason. Yeah, I remember I was really worried about Shinsuke. I a lot of us were, and he's been fine. Yeah. Um, You got anything else? I feel like, you know, just going back to that, I feel like not translating well or just not, it's, it's going to be a Hideo Itami. Like, he's like the one person uh, that I was like, I don't fucking care. Like, all the other Japanese wrestlers, I'm like, it's fine. I don't fucking care. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't have anything else that I know of. All right. Um, Let's wrap this up. Other than you drunkenly talking about how much you hate Toki Bakabe. Dude, I totally this forgot weekend. about that. Yeah, I got it super drunk so on Saturday and just kept telling everyone how bad Togi Makabe is because it's true. He's terrible. Somebody challenged and said that Yoshitatsu was worse than Togi Makabe and you were like, um, no. <laughs> Which is probably not true. I'd probably wa rather watch a Togi Makabe match. Well, but... Yoshi... Yoshitatsu, who is it that hurt him and he blamed? It was totally his fault. Oh, AJ Styles. Yeah, no, that was your fault. All right. I'm wrapping yeah, it up. Yeah, whatever. I'm wrapping it up. End of story. <clears throat> you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrace. And you can follow Marianne on Twitter. Sailor Moonsault. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search Tornado Tag Radio and rate and review us as well. Also subscribe to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. Uh, record numbers this month, guys, so uh, thanks. We did, pretty, yeah. we did pretty well this month. Uh, head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com, buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. 
or buy a We Get It, You Have a Podcast shirt, um, <laughs> which is one of our newer designs up there. Um, support TTR and all of the other podcasts on Night of Living Geeks Network. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash NOTLG. Huge shout out to Chris. I will see you soon, sir. The countdown begins. It's basically a month, one month. Uh, he is our new. Hang out with Jaren too. Gonna hang out with everybody. Gonna hang out with Courtney. Yeah, fuck great. you, Jaren. Though for not listening to us. True. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> that's, how, that's how we gain listeners by telling them to go fuck themselves. <sighs> um. Yeah. So that's it for us this week. Join us again next week as we talk about the programs. Uh, the same stuff we always talk about. Basically. Shocker. So, Marianne, there's only one thing left to do, so if you will... Ring the bell! I was going to say it a certain way last week, and then I said I would say it this week, but I can't remember now. But yeah, you ring that bell thing. Yeah.